Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith Overt here and uh, broadcasting live, Pensacola Business Radio. I'm surrounded by fake teeth, a Tyrannosaurus Rex, shelving brackets, a spine, uh, um, uh, an engine block. What is that? that that's just bearings. Ball bearings. Ball bearings. All done from a 3D printer from C3D Additive Manufacturing Laboratory. Indeed, indeed. So, and then Nicole, good morning. Good morning. Thanks How for hanging out. Uh, I'm, I'm good so far. A little late start, but we'll get there. But I got new teeth, so fantastic, right? Indeed, right. Okay, so for those that don't know or are not, um, I don't know, I guess been under a rock for the last five, 10 years, right? 3D printing is a thing. And um, you guys are putting it to some really cool applications. So for those that can't see here today, and I've taken pictures and we'll put it on social media, there's a spine over here that technically could be used in some form, right? We could, they, could, they could put sure, it in a human sure. body. Yeah? Right. This is a printed on a form of two labs printer. And uh, we've got uh, several vertebrae printed and, and uh, they're ready to go. Yeah. Okay. So tell everybody what um, C3D is. So C3D is a small print farm located in the Museum of Commerce right here in downtown Pensacola. It's about 600 square feet, so it doesn't have a huge footprint, but boy, 175,000 visitors come through the Museum of Commerce every year. And this particular space is right on the left-hand side as you come through the double glass doors. And you'll be able to look inside and see what the artists and the engineers are working on. Um, all of the computers are networked and, and live on the internet, so you'll be able to download and visualize what your print is doing. Oh, cool. Um, it takes a while to print some of these. <clears throat> so people, can people submit stuff to be printed? We can send our, our, our own thing in? It's like a, a Walgreens, but 3D? You bet. So, <laughs> so the, the team will allow you to come to C3D's website, which is uwf.edu slash C3D. Um, there'll be a form available where you can can submit your print, mm -hmm. and uh, they'll put it together for you. There's there's going to be a cost for the general public, but sure. our students are are going to have access to come in and volunteer in the lab and print their builds, as well as our researchers and our faculty. So, can you just print whatever you want, or does it need to have some function that that's serving some good? Well, um, so no, you're responsible for your own print, um, <laughs> and we we expect that we'll get some. Some unusual things yeah. like our black dentures here. They're, I'm telling you, I'm wearing, lovely, the, I'm wearing you know? these home today. They are. We could print them in, in red, yellow, blue, or black, but, but, that, that's but not platinum? Not yet. Okay. I'm glad you brought that yeah. up. One day we will, for that's sure. That's awesome. I'll have a whole new grill. So, <laughs> so we've got about 11 printers, and uh, we're going to add two more before the, the year is out. Uh, we have four different technologies right now. Um, the one that that made our T-Rex friend here. That's a PLA printer. It's got a nice size build envelope. Um, that's a, a Z18 replicator. And um, we have six of those. And those, wow. are, those are getting a lot of attention by their, their sheer size and yeah. volume. So. so what's something like T-Rex? How long does that take to print? That's probably about 18, 18 to 22 hours. Wow. So it's kind of like you just hit go and then you go home and and go through your day and come back in the morning and it's hopefully close to done. Correct. Right. So, and, and because we have six of them, we'll be able to serve more people at a given period of time. Yeah. This is going to fill a, a gap that we have on, on the main campus. 
you know, three or four times a semester, our existing labs are just completely filled to the brim. Yeah. So, so now we'll be able to invite the students and the researchers to come downtown and work on their, their prints here. Very so. cool. Okay, so other than the kids doing it for class because they have to, like it's a project, what is the demand for the 3D print world? Well, so that's increasing. And, um, and so what we have, have done with the help of the Florida legislature, uh, we've put together a 3D print lab that'll be available to the public, to the researchers and the students that we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. But, but for manufacturers in particular, those that have not yet taken the step to get their own 3D printers, they can utilize the, the resources that we have available in yeah. C3D. And so that'll enable them to create prototypes at, um, you know, and reduce their, their time to production, you know, sometimes between 80 and 90%. Right. They're not having to, to retool just to do one prototype or send it abroad. So, so this will keep some of their resources and, and design. And, and you guys will have just like a library of all these different things that can be printed. Well, you know, glad you brought that up too, because <laughs> those are available online. Yeah. So there's a lot of different files that are already publicly available, some, some others that you can purchase and print. Um, you know, these aren't easy bake ovens though. You don't, you don't just press a button and, and have you ever had any food from an easy bake oven? I have not. Oh, it's a scary experience. Yeah. Scary experience. (laughs) But nonetheless, so that's why we have some really neat technicians on hand. Um, I'll give them a shout out. We have Slem Lucio and uh, he's an artist. Um, we have Chris Borthwick, and Marilio Basso. Um, Marilio is our only engineering student that we have available right now, but I expect more will, yeah. will come with this. What other majors fall into the, the 3D printing world with UWF? Well, um, you know, manufacturing and 3D printing touches many disciplines. Yeah. And I uh, mentioned archaeology earlier before we went on air. Yeah, which I think is really um, cool. You just start it, putting the rest of people together. Right, right. And then there's a, a group in IO psychology, industrial and organizational psychology, um, they study human factors. And so they're also working on prototyping different consumer products. So, so they'll work with the engineering team, um, you know, and, and the college of business as well. Yeah. So they're involved. Um, we've got some, some talented researchers across the university that are contributing their time and talent and students to the efforts. So yeah. I think it'll be really special. I think it's going to be awesome. Do you find some of these? Uh, can we like make uh, uh, what's the word prosthetics and stuff with them? Are they doing that yet? Well, not in our lab, but you theoretically could using some of the the devices that we have. Um, so, an external prosthetic, I, I would imagine you could create in our lab, but but something that's implanted. We're not yeah. a clean facility. Sure, sure. But, um, but sure, you could. Like super sterile. I'm 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 amazed that we are to the point in our lives that we are printing body parts. Indeed. Right? Yeah, indeed. So no person should go without, I mean, as easy as we can make that happen. Well, certainly, um, you know, it's becoming more consumer driven, but, but the real benefit at this point in time, I, I believe, is with the manufacturing sector. Yeah. And uh, we have a real opportunity in this region to serve um, uh, the aviation community, yep. the maritime community, both commercial and, and sport fishermen. Um, they, they often need boat parts. And yeah. Well, and I was just going to say, how much lighter is one of these than a, a metal you know, ball it's, bearing kind it's, of thing, right? Or an engine. It's not only lighter, but oftentimes it's stronger. Yeah. Which so, is amazing to me. Yeah. Um, I mentioned that we, we have 11 printers right now. Our, our mechanical engineering team has helped us to purchase a, 
a metal printer and a carbon fiber printer. What? So, um, so come springtime, we're going to be um, printing in, in 3D metal parts. So, Are you serious? Indeed. How yeah. do you do that? Well, we will find out <laughs> for sure. Um, but thanks again to our engineering department because they've made the investments in that yeah. to, to, to bring us uh, into a, a fully industrial scale. Well, what a playground you've got here with, with the Navy base with Airbus and like you said, the maritime and the fishing. I mean, you got enough people that'll, that'll just, I would love to just try it. If I was in, in any of those industries, I'd say, come on over and just do whatever you want to do because... I'd love to see all this stuff work. You bet. You bet. And there, there are a lot of local small entrepreneurs that have already come by and checked out the gear. Yeah. Um, I've got to think of something I want printed. Well, we, we print stuff, but the designers are on hand to help you tweak your, your project yeah. as well and yeah. improve upon it. Uh, we have a scanner, a color 3D scanner that'll be set up and ready to go for our opening on the 26th of uh, this month. So this is going to be a soiree too, huh? Yes, sir. You bet. Our president's opening up the facility. <laughs> And uh, this is the first node of the Innovation Network, which is the brainchild of my boss, Dr. Pam Northrup. Mm -hmm. She's our vice president. And, and uh, this particular lab will be the first. Um, and several others are, are scheduled to open later in the coming this is years. So cool. So, yeah. Very cool. Okay. So, this is Friday, January 26, 2018. Indeed. Do you need an invite or, or can you just show up and celebrate? We encourage people to to uh, let us know they're going to come by, but um, <laughs> but no, certainly the public's welcome to stop in, whether it's a, during our grand opening or or during regular hours with the museum. Well, yeah, because if you haven't seen the museum of commerce to begin with, you should go by and check it that is, out because that's really cool. Yeah, it's a treat, and it's it's one of those like hidden gem kind of things. It's just it's there, and you don't really know it's there until you've gone to visit it. Well, of course, I think so. Um, one of the really neat things that that has come about as a result of locating C three D there. Um, they have a, a print shop, an old-fashioned mm -hmm. print shop. And so um, Chris Borthwick and Slim Lucio, two of the, the technicians, they, they got together and printed actual plates for them to use in the, the old-fashioned oh, wow. printers. So, so it's really come full circle. And, and we'll have available one of the, the cards they've printed using the 3D printed yeah, parts. I, I would I would probably never leave your lab for a little while because I think like those guys, once you get started of thinking all of the things that you could do with this stuff, it's, it's got to be almost limitless at this point. Right, right. And I think it's pretty special to have the engineers and the artists working together. They, um, they've shown an, an ability to um, work with each other's skill set yeah. and improve upon their, it's their like, builds. It's like fusing the left and the right hemispheres of the brain, isn't it? Good point. Yeah. 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 Because engineers probably think it a lot different than the creative artists yeah i would guess that that we approach problems in different ways and and solve them creatively so i think you're gonna you're gonna have the opportunity to work with some cool tools but but you'll also have the opportunity to work with some really talented people yeah very cool so how did you get into this world because it's you kind of have to go looking for it right right so several years ago i was visiting um fsu and go Knowles. go Knowles. Yes, you're right i'm yeah. a graduate a product of and so that was my first opportunity to uh, be exposed to some of the technology and what they were doing with it. And, and what got my attention um, is the fact that many 3D printers are now being deployed um, to forward operating bases and, and they're coming home in the same crates they left in huh. without having been used. Ah. And, and why is that? It's because the workforce doesn't yet know how to use it. Right. So um, to kind of, solve that problem, we want to ensure that our students, 
that our researchers and, and the workforce in general have the, the tools and the skills to utilize the technology so that, that um, when it's available, yeah. they, can, they can utilize it. So, okay, so what would those kinds of places, what would they use a 3D printer for? Well, okay, so let's take, for instance, a, a local company. Um, they, uh, they manufacture parts for, for aircraft, and, and they're over in Crestview. They would, um, they would print a mold mm-hmm. for, say, a hatch cover on a helicopter. Um, another application for this would be um, part of a, a robot. Certainly, yeah. we do that at the university, and, and other smaller entrepreneurs here locally are, yeah. are doing that as well. Is IHMC printing stuff at you, with you guys? Not yet. Not but yet. We, we, have, we welcome them, and uh, they have visited the facility. So, uh, um, so let me ask, what is it, what's the cost of getting a project printed for, for a general public? So what I encourage everybody to do is take a look at Shapeways. Um, we're going we're gonna to align our cost with, with Shapeways. And so if you're, if you're printing something in PLA, that's probably the least expensive plastic that we mm-hmm. have on hand. And um, depending on the size and the time of the build, that, that's how we'll price it. Yeah. So, so that, that particular model, I think, will work well using what Shapeways has already put together and, um, and drawing upon that for yeah. the universities. Cost so, structure. So what kind of, okay, so you have, pl- what kind of plastics do you have? Like, tell me the difference. Can you print in silicone? Like you can print in, in metal and? So resins, um, so you have a resin in front of you with the dentures and, and with the, uh, the spinal column over here. These are, are fairly fine prints. Um, we can print in a rubbery type resin. Yeah. Uh, the PLA is rigid and it's, it's pretty harsh. Yeah. Um, but inexpensive nonetheless. And then we've also got an ABS plastic. The ABS plastics come out um, with a soluble material as well that's washed away and allows you to print parts within parts. That's so cool. And that eliminates assembly. Yeah. And so that's really a unique innovation. Um, this and is and that's of, a really hard plastic, right? Because that's going to be a ball is. bearing, hold yeah. weight. So, right. so it's going to be durable. So this particular printer is called the Mojo by Stratasys. And it's the oldest printer. It's the only one that's not brand new in the facility. But nonetheless, it's a work ha- workhorse. Um, it, it has a lot of unique capabilities. Could a 3D printer print a 3D printer? <laughs> That's funny you mentioned that. So, so if a part breaks, where do you go to get yeah, it? Yeah, right? where do you go to get it? Yeah, It's the printer next door. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would think so. You buy one and have 20. Yeah, right? yeah. So Very cool. Um, so what's next for you? I mean, we're going to do the grand opening and then, you know, you're going to be up and running. What, uh, what do you guys see long-term vision? Well, um, our, our vice president, Pam Northrup, and, and our leader, Dr. Martha Saunders, have envisioned a series of labs. So this is the additive manufacturing lab where, where we have the 3D printers. Um, the next lab opening will probably be a subtractive lab that's connected more closely with our College of Engineering. And uh, so, so that one will be on the main campus. Um, we will we'll try to keep most of the cool 3D additive parts mm-hmm. on, on the downtown campus area. And uh, we mentioned the metal printer and the carbon fiber printer. But don't wait until springtime to take a look at this, this technology because um, right now we have a fairly decent number of, of printers and great people on board to, to help inventors. Yeah. Uh, come in, learn, design, invent. Um, my uh, my brain's moving a million miles an hour. That's okay. how I look dazed and confused. I'm thinking of all the cool things that you can do with this stuff. So we can go down there now, right? You, you bet. And you right. guys are there, and we can get a little a look and see and how it works. And 
I invite you to come down. I might just come to that. Yeah. Okay. So um, for those that would be interested in finding out any more information, where can we send them to? So go to this website, uwf.edu forward slash C3D. We look forward to, to hosting you in person and online. Um, we'll have the ability to print your, your product and, and uh, either mail it to you or we encourage you to stop by and yeah, come on down check and pick us it out. Up, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the Walgreens of 3D printing. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, so uh, I, I'm amazed. I, I want to thank you for coming by because we're, we're getting to the end of time here, but is there, is there anything that we missed that we need to let people know other than just show up and be there and come take it out and support? You bet. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to Florida makes. They too are helping to sponsor some of the equipment along with the state legislature. Yeah. So Florida makes is a, is a remarkable organization. Uh, they help manufacturers of all size, shape, shape and form in yeah. our state. So. Very cool. So thanks to those good people. So I, I do have one more question. Are you are you all working with any other organizations around the country in in sort of sharing some of this knowledge and stuff, or is it is it proprietary? Well, it is not proprietary. The the actual designs themselves will will become proprietary, you know, depending on on the the nature of the the work that's yeah. developed by each of the individual researchers and artists. But but we uh, we do collaborate with other maker spaces. Yeah. And uh, we have an ambition to include other types of fabrication facilities yeah. on, our, on our roster. Um, Very cool. We're going to be the tech town, military town, and then we're going to have like the 3D print town. You bet. Yeah. You bet. 3D Pensacola. That's it. So thank you for coming by this morning My and pleasure. being so patient with us as we had to record some other stuff before we got started here today. But um, you guys, you can find us at P. Kohler Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at P. Kohler BRX on Facebook, or you can find us on our website at Pensacola businessradio.us. And uh, again, thanks for coming by. Thank you. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. Mm-hmm.